Align and Hustle. I'm your host, Kathy Spence, photographer, entrepreneur, and brand strategist. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring conversations that will help you expand your mind, align with your purpose, and take action toward creating a life you love. Are you ready? Let's do this. there. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. If this is your first time listening to the Align and Hustle podcast, welcome, welcome. I am Kathy Spence, personal brand photographer and brand strategist from Toronto and now host of the Align and Hustle podcast. I'm also a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. And you will soon learn that I am your biggest cheerleader. I'm on a mission to live my best, most creative life. And I hope the conversations on this show will help you on your journey to do the same. If you've been with me right from the start, thank you so much for coming along since the beginning. If the show has inspired you or helped you in any way, it would mean the world to me if you left a review. First, because I read all of them and I love hearing from you. In my photography business, I see my clients' faces when they see their images or I present their brand strategy and I and I get a reaction. But as a podcaster, I don't know how I'm doing unless I hear back from you. So I'd love if you just took a moment to leave a few sentences on what the show has done for you, like leave a just your thoughts. And also, I'm not sure if you know this, but in the podcast world, reviews and ratings are the way that the podcast grows. So it would help me out a lot if you would just take a second to swipe up in the app, hit the fifth star and write a few sentences about how you feel about the show or what you've taken from the show. It would mean so much to me. Thank you. I have to say, I'm loving this whole podcast thing. I am an Enneagram 3, the achiever. And for most of my life, I've been go, 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 achieve, 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 do more, do, do, be more, which doesn't leave a lot of room for fun. Usually my husband and I take a trip to Las Vegas for our anniversary with some friends. And that's pretty much the only fun I allow myself, (laughs) which is sad. And while I was there, I promised um, I promised myself that, you know, I would try to incorporate more fun into my day-to-day life. And how type A is that? Incorporate more fun into your day-to-day life. And the moment I said it, I really thought about what would fun look like in my everyday? And I had absolutely no idea. And it was right at that moment that I realized why all my friends used to call me uptight. I remember in my corporate days, I used to pull my, this is how serious I am. I used to pull my, or was, sorry, because I've loosened up a little bit. Well, not really that much, but a little bit. I don't wear my hair in this tight bun anymore, but I remember this bun. I used to pull it back so tight. It was like right at the top of my head and um, it gave my eyes a nice lift. <laughs> but at the end of the night, OMG, I could feel every hair on my head. When I let that elastic out, my hair hurt. That bun was so tight. Anyway, starting this podcast was a pleasant surprise because I'm actually having a great time and I didn't have to overthink it. I didn't have to implement it. I didn't have to plan it, which I guess is the definition of fun, right? And just enjoying. And I think the reason that it's been so enjoyable is because it's been so rewarding and fulfilling to know that the conversations 
on the show are inspiring you to do some new things and take some action towards creating a better life for yourself. So that really means a lot to me. Okay, that was a long introduction. To sum it up, really, it's thank you for being here. And um, I'm grateful to have you here. Today's episode is a solo show. It is mid-September, my birthday month. And because of that, it's usually the time that I reflect on the year. And my birthday falls the last day of the of the month. And so I'm not sure if it's Q4 starting for me, why I do that to see what I can still um, what I can still achieve for the rest of the year, or if it's the fact that it's my birthday and I'm reflecting on what I've done for the year. But usually I look at what I've accomplished so far, what I need to do to achieve the goals that I've set for myself for the year. I found this beautiful quote by Maya Angelou, where she says, A woman in harmony with her spirit is like a river flowing. She goes where she will without pretense and arrives at her destination prepared to be herself and only herself. So you know how I feel about authenticity and being yourself. Like that's my jam. It's I've built my whole business around it. I completely believe that authenticity is your superpower. I help my clients show themselves to the world in their uniqueness, in their authenticity. And so you understand why I love this quote. But then when I read it again and again and again, that part about a woman in harmony with her spirit is like a river flowing. You can almost feel the water when you say these words. And I realized for the last 20 years, I've been on fast forward. I have not been in harmony with my spirit and I have not been flowing like a river. I've been more like crashing through whitewater rapids because I have been go, go, go on fast forward, always doing more, achieving more. And then after reading this beautiful quote, I realized that What I really want is to become more. As women, I find we define ourselves by what we do, not by who we are. And we're driven by doing, not by being. Like I said, this time of year, I reflect on what I've done and I still need to do. And it's all do because doing for me is what defines my success. This year, I had five months where I was forced to slow down and actually come to a screeching halt. The first month was all doing, rebranding my website, revising my offers, touching base with my clients, doing all the things. But in the second month, there was not much more I could do. So I had to be. And today I want to share with you the five things I did to get back to being, to get back to being me. So first, I eliminated distractions. I turned off my phone. I checked social and email only about once a day. I didn't watch the news, I read a ton of books, I took time for myself, and I cut out anything that made me feel anxious. I made my morning routine a non-negotiable, and I slept full nights of uninterrupted sleep. I started being intentional with my focus, and I started being intentional with where I spent my time. The second was a little bit uncomfortable, meditation, learning to be still. I've been trying to meditate for years, and I could never do it. Honestly, I am so type A that I can't even sit in a bath. I used to think it was a huge waste of time sitting in water, like just soaking there. Who does that? Who has time for that? I can, <laughs> I can see if you're injured or something. Like once my daughter pulled, tore her hip in a dance injury and she needed to soak in Epsom salts. I totally get it. That was like for um, rehab. But 
actually doing it for relaxation, forget it. Just the thought of it gave me stress. Like just thinking, sitting there, I, sorry, I can't. The same with meditation. I couldn't sit for more than a few minutes until my mind was bombarded with everything I had to do, all these things coming in. But when I was forced to pause, I gave it another try. And what I've come to learn about meditation is it's not quieting your mind to the point where you don't have any thoughts entering your mind because you will have thoughts entering your mind, but it's the allowance of those thoughts and then letting go of those thoughts. So not letting them linger, but letting them kind of pass through. And I started with guided meditations. I found those were a little bit more helpful because they kind of prompt you a little bit. And AirPods Pro really helped me as well because they have this noise cancellation feature that they kind of quiet all the outside noise. So if you live at home with kids and or a dog or if you're in a noisy area with, you know, sirens or traffic, it really it's like you kind of go underwater. It just muffles the the outside noise. And I know I'm not perfect and I have so much more to learn, but I've noticed that through this practice, I'm calmer on the days that I meditate. I move through the day differently. Uh, I'm not as uh, reactive. I'm a little bit more responsive. And I, and for that reason, I try to incorporate it into my daily routine. Now the timing changes because things do come up. Some days I meditate for 10 minutes. Some days I meditate for an hour. And as I said, I'm still learning and improving as I go. If you follow me on Instagram, uh, you know, I use the term baby steps, one step at a time. And, you know, before I was so disappointed that I wasn't enlightened in the first time or the first week, but now I know that I will be learning and evolving this practice for the rest of my life. And I am committed to being a student. Next, I made a conscious effort to listen to my body. So health and wellness have always been really important to me. And it's been challenging now as I'm getting older, you know, as I change, as I age, the needs of my body change with me. And I've had to make a lot of diet and lifestyle changes along the way that work for me during different stages of my life. And like many of you, during this year, I went back to some bad habits and my body started pushing back on me. If you listen to your body, your body will tell you when you are off balance and when you need to adjust. It's just up to you to listen, which also brings me to diet and exercise. So I'm going to go back a little bit and let you know, I've tried every fad diet since the 80s. I'm going to date myself, but do you remember making that cabbage soup or that cayenne, that cayenne pepper drink? I think it was like lemon, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. I can, I think I can still smell it. I forget what it was called, but anyway, I would, you know, I would make those terrible, terrible tasting foods and I would rush home on my lunch hour to do the Jane Fonda workout DVDs or where I am, we had something called the 20 minute workout. And I was so obsessed. <laughs> I used to, you know, even with the headband and the the leg warmers, like Olivia Newton-John in the physical video, but ugh, okay. Again, like I said, I'm so I'm dating myself, but I was constantly striving for that perfect body on the outside. And I wasn't listening to what I needed on the outside. I was just doing and going and pushing. And it was all about what I needed to do and not about who I needed to be. 
So finally, in my 40s, I slowed down. I found a workout that works for me, body, mind, and spirit. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, be sure to go back to episode 12, Realigning with Your Body and Healing Through Movement, to learn more about this transformational workout for your body and mind. It is, I am so grateful for this practice, you know, because sometimes you need to really hit it hard. You know, there's something you're carrying from the week and it's just lingering and you need that, you know, crazy, intense workout where you just sweat and burpee and donkey kicks and just scream and run it out and shake it out. And other days you need peace and calm and maybe some comfort and just clearing some emotion from your heart. And this workout has really given me everything that I need when I need it. So I am, I can't say enough about it. Again, go back to last week's episode, episode 12, if you haven't listened to that interview with JC Gossett of the class. And also as a woman in her 40s, I've learned that I need to incorporate weight training to strengthen my body. My body is telling me, you know, you need to start building that muscle tone because one day I woke up and that muscle tone just was completely gone. (laughs) I don't know how that happens. And there was no warning. But if you listen to your body, it will tell you what it needs. And at certain times of the month, when I listen to my body, it's telling me that HIIT training is a no-go for the next few days. And I don't beat myself up about it. I just listen to my body, I give myself grace, and I get outside instead. And I didn't realize this, but I found that being outside in nature really energizes me. I love the sun on my face, the wind in my hair. It's just, there's something, I just regenerate in a way. It sounds so strange, but I just, I love to be outside. It nourishes my soul. And speaking about nourishment, I just want to touch on diet, even though uh, diet is a whole episode unto itself. And I know we have some upcoming episodes about nutrition, but since the birth of my son, I've been struggling with food sensitivities and intolerances for year, for years. And to be completely transparent, food has been a struggle for me since I was a teenager. And in this time of reconnecting with myself, it brings me to number five, self love. I read this line in a book and it hit me so hard. It said, you can't heal a body you hate. And as a photographer, I hear about every body part that my clients don't like. I hear about everything that these women don't like about themselves. I am hoping for the day for someone to come into a shoot and be like, I love everything about me. There's nothing you need to touch up. There's nothing you need to get rid of. There's nothing you need to fix. Just let's get this party started. I'm ready to go just as I am. But as women, we are so hard on ourselves and the words that we use to describe ourselves sometimes can be so harsh. And, you know, the power of the words that we use to speak to ourselves have have weight and what you think is what you become. A few years ago, I learned about the power of affirmations when I was reading an interview with Ashley Graham, who is a plus-size model. 
And in this interview, she shared the words that she repeated to herself every day before or going into a job or when she was trying new things to to build up her confidence in herself. And I thought, okay, hmm, those sound good. If I'm going to try this, I might as well start with these. And so her affirmation to herself was, I am bold. I am brilliant. I am beautiful. I love you. And these are the words that she would repeat to herself before she would go into a job, like I said, or she would need an extra confidence boost. She would repeat these affirmations to herself. And so I tried. I had no problems with saying, I am bold. I am brilliant. I am beautiful. I struggled with a little bit. I said it. I didn't really believe it, but I couldn't say I love you. I couldn't say I love you to myself. It just wouldn't come out. You know, this whole self-love thing has been a journey for me. It's still a work in progress, but I've come back to myself because I've learned to forgive myself. I've learned to embrace all the messy parts and to give myself grace. And I've learned to be grateful because I am who I am because of my life experience and I'm taking it all in. If you would like to learn more about the power of affirmations, be sure to go back and listen to episode 11 with my friends Lindy and Anna from Love Powered Co. We dive a little bit deeper into the power of the I am statement in that episode. So be sure to go back and listen if you haven't already. So like I said at the beginning of this episode, in order to be yourself, you need to know yourself. So my friend, follow your heart. Listen to your body. Reconnect with your authentic self. Find your joy. Find your fun. (laughs) And this will awaken you to your purpose. Just be and see what happens. You owe it to yourself to learn who you are, what lights you up, and who you are capable of becoming. Those are my thoughts for today. Just be and see what happens. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, share with a friend, rate, and review. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this and I'd love to learn what you've learned about yourself. So until next time, let yourself be. I'll see you on the next one.